Hey, what's going on? It is episode 283 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. Give us a review, some feedback. What is going on with the March Badness bracket? So for those of you that aren't participating or, or aren't active on Facebook, we essentially did a March Badness tournament where we took 64 concepts, ideas, characters, jokes from the show and pitted them against each other in a tournament. Um, the problem, well, here, uh, first of all, we, we have the East and West division that's broken up, or East and West conference is broken to four divisions. In the West is Woodmar Mall versus the Celebration Station division, and in the East is the Kenny Mays versus the Shakey's division. And the running joke behind that, if you guys haven't picked up on it, is those are all defunct uh, region businesses. So, um, we are down to the uh, Sweet 16 at the moment, and voting will finish on Sunday the 28th for the Sweet 16. Now, the confusion that we had was, <laughs> was uh, okay, this is March Badness. You're voting for things about the show. There's a lot of things on the show that I think are great that Dave thinks are very bad. And there's things that Dave likes that I think are very bad, right? Like that horrible movie Young Guns, like for example. Um, so the problem, <laughs> the problem is when you vote, you're supposed to... The problem is when you vote, you're supposed to vote for one of them's got to go, right? One of these things has to go. Now, sometimes the thing that's really bad is really funny. So I want that thing to stay because, i.e., tracksuits in the second round defeated being conceived to a bread song, which is a travesty in my opinion, but I think people are saying being conceived to a bread song sucks so bad that tracksuits suck less. So they vote that thing, but... But that's what you think. But that is what I, think. I tried to explain to you. I was like, because people were asking me, one being my wife, she was like, oh, I don't understand. So am I voting for the thing you? that you that I like or that I don't like? And I'm like, no, the <laughs> thing right. that you like better of the two. Yeah. Yeah. But it yeah, says it. it. But it says which one sucks less. Yeah. I go, yeah, it's like a. Kind of like a double negative, so it's confusing. Mm-hmm. So there will always be, in the annals of time, an asterisk next to this first uh, March Badness yeah. bracket competition. But you know what? You live and you learn. So I hope a lot of you aren't kicking yourself right now and saying, oh my God, I voted for the thing that sucked the best. Well, not the basically, worst. whatever gets the most votes keeps on. Yeah. So if something sucks and it's horrible, but you like it and it's funny... Dude, Vote this for is the that <laughs> because because then it's look next year I'll flesh it out better. But here's the problem: there's things that are very important to the show, like tight rolled jeans, for instance. Why is that important? Because it's awesome, and because regular jeans suck, and because it was a huge part of my adolescence to have tight rolled jeans. And the fact that magnet fishing beat it in the first round <laughs> is is just okay, heartbreaking. So here here's that here, should be in the elite eight. Herein lies the issue. A lot of the topics that are on the podcast, some of them we just touched on, like tight roll. We maybe talked about it two or three times, or it comes up There's here an and episode. there. But I don't know, outside of its own episode or area in an episode, you know, it's something we did, our generation. So you're fond of it, and it's, but it's not something like a, a theme that stays on the show all the time, however it pops up. Magnet fishing... Um, we did, I don't know, I did a, a hard hour and 20 if you combine all the time on magnet fishing and you going like, yeah. what What are you doing with a magnet and why are you throwing it in there? What do you expect to get out of there? And 
then I talked about these great YouTube videos, which I, I think are probably staged because I did my fair share of magnet fishing and caught a lot of iron and uh, other metals that were just scrap pieces. Yeah. That people, other people's garbage that they didn't want or couldn't throw away to the garbage man, so they just threw it in the creek. Right. Um, I was able to do some conservation. But with that, I think the issue is people are going like tightrope. Would I rather have tightrope jeans or would I rather go magnet fishing? That's not what we're voting That's on. That's not and what that we're voting for. And that is the issue. Well, it's difficult to explain how much. Is it though? Do Yes. <laughs> Look how long it is taking right now. You think I could type out how much do you like the thing that sucks more better, <laughs> but you enjoy it. And you don't want to see it go away even though it sucks. Dude, tightrope jeans are, should have never gotten beat by almost anything. Well, let, let's go over real quick what's been what's out. I mean, if oh you want to God. talk about what beat it, that's fine. But like, where, what, what is gone? There's a, oh, there's a lot that are gone. Um, like, okay, parties, but with kids, mm-hmm. that sucks really bad. So I get it. it. I get it. Tracksuits beat it, but again, people are like, but parties, but with kids, parties, but with kids refers to you going to an adult party and being like, it's cool that I brought my kids, right? Because there's other kids there too, <laughs> right? And right. then you're doing adult things like drinking and carrying on. And your kids are there, like coming up every couple minutes. Mom, can I get some chips? And dad, blah, blah. and then you're going, make sure you ate your lunch. Did you eat? Did you get your food? And uh, I'm saying, miss me with all that. And you're saying, well, hey, I got a drink. So if my only option is to bring my kids and other That's people. So it's got to be. Okay. Yeah. So, and that was up against what? Uh, that was up against tracksuits. Tracksuits. Tracksuits got a number one seed somehow. <laughs> and, and I was like, that's a joke. But it has proved me wrong because it's made this Look, 16. This is how I feel about tracksuits, you all know. Uh, <laughs> I feel like tracksuits are awesome, but it's specific to who wears them and when. You can't wear a tracksuit at a wedding. I mean, you can. but And, you know, you can't wear a tracksuit to the beach, I thought. Uh, but you know what? Who knows? People do all kinds of weird things. You also shouldn't wear tracksuits with sandals, but people do it. So what I'm saying is is the idea of a tracksuit, and I'm not talking about the garbage bag style tracksuit your mom wore when she did jazzercise uh, in the late 80s, early 90s, you know, with the the fresh purple colors with stars all over them and and, and stuff like that. I'm taught when she was going to get market day. I'm talking about the, you know, Adidas. Couple, three stripes. Yeah. The, the tricorn uh, tracksuit. You like them when velour, you like them when that band Corn wears them. No, like when Tony Soprano wears it. That's cool. Yeah, like when, when the band Davis Corn wears like, it. A, no, like custom cool. felt ones. Yeah, no, 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 thank you. So <laughs> and, his, track, and his forehead goes all the way back to the crown of his skull. Even me, and he still wears it. I will take a knee on this and say, tracksuits are cool when. Dot dot dot. They're not. They're not always cool, dude. But I don't. I, I have no problem with them beating parties with kids. But if it was a tracksuit party with kids, I don't know what I would do. Yeah, well, you had a tracksuit party. <laughs> I did. Nobody brought kids. That's- well, where the confusion comes in probably the most accurately is in um, that piece of cinema called Young Guns, right? Because here's the here's the thing. Young Guns has cakewalked its way into the it pro- maybe the elite eight. Because listen. Young Guns went against hipster beards. Now everybody goes, oh, I love Young Guns because I remember that movie being good even though I'm wrong. And then they go, uh, nobody likes hipster beards because hipster beards, Ben complains about them all the time. Although I bet you some of you guys voting had one. So it beat hipster beards and then it goes against cigars. So people go like, well, cigars are actually awesome. Right. I think. Some people don't, I don't really love them, but some love cigars. So then it goes against um 
cigars, and people go, yeah, Young Guns for sure. Now it's wait, in wait, the wait. third so round. So you're saying that people like cigars, but they're like, not nah, when it comes to Young Guns. The young Guns is better than cigars. Yeah, I mean, Hipster Beards is... It, dude. And there's pro- there's women voting, so they're probably like, I'm not a huge fan of cigars, but I do like freshly blow-dried co- cowboy hair. Yeah, yeah. If the category was punching yourself in the face, it should have beat Hipster Beards, <laughs> right? So that's a that's I easy have to first say this, though. Victory. There is a huge market, and I don't know why. What what's going on with my algorithm, but like on, on the social media platforms, but every... Every so often, I'll get the mustache wax and the beard oil, and I'm like, people are still doing this? I don't understand. Whenever I see that bespoke post or anything where a guy oh. has the snidely whiplash, I, I I say, no, and then get this off my timeline, irrelevant, still pops up. Yeah, I got my hair cut at that McFly's place once, and I guess the guy had just got rid of his, I forget his name, but he had like one of those severe barber shop. I mean, I guess if you're going to have one, that's the place to have it, you know, like a la Doc Holiday. Mm-hmm. But um, what the mustache? Or the yeah, beard like, with the like mustache? A, a severe. Well, he had a beard, but I guess the mustache was the important part because it really came out and he waxed tips. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, "Oh, that dude cut your hair. He's awesome." They're like, "Did he? Um, how about his mustache?" <laughs> You're like, "I let him nowhere near my mustache." Yeah, well, and I was actually like, "He. I guess it was that week or a week prior. He had just got rid of his mustache. So that was like that was like uh, what's the dude from the Samson cutting his locks?" Mm. And, yes. ba- and bagels. Hey. So he cut his locks off, and everybody's like, what about his mustache? And I was like, nah, he didn't have it, so that was a big deal. But what I, my thing was, if he did have it, I would never sat in that chair. See, now I I would have wish... said, no, you're not doing anything to me. If, the, if that's the kind of decision-making you do. Yeah. Okay, so I would have liked to... Th- if I would have had time, I would have come up with a game and said, I'm going to give you a bunch of different people, and I'm gonna, I want to know depending on what kind of business it is, are you walking out the minute you walk in if you see this being the person who greets you, you know, like that. If you walked into the barbershop and there's a guy with the, you know, the mustache with the wax tips or whatever, mm-hmm. are you just walking out and saying, sorry, I, I'm not here for, I'm in the wrong place and just heading on out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just go, oh, I thought you guys made sandwiches. So to me, the guy with the, the mustache, if like you're saying, if it were a haircutting place, uh, if it were barbershop, I'm walking out. If he is serving beer at a bar or a coffee, I'm less inclined to walk out. Uh, but I surely don't want him making a decision on how to style me. I just don't understand. A lot of things come back. Uh, but the 18th century mustache, I just don't I don't understand how it fits in. It doesn't fit and in. And they wear like, you know, they'll wear like the leather um, wood or iron workers bib for their haircutting, you know, like a haircutting yeah, bib and stuff. It's a like serious one, dude. I don't get it. It I looks like uh, that the, that butcher guy from uh, Bill the Butcher, right? Yeah, Gangs of New York. Yeah. Yes. So that is a style where it's like I get like people want you know maybe you'll see people with bell bottoms or maybe you'll see people tight rolling their jeans again. Yeah. It's it's far more contemporary than an eighteen. Like if if you went in there and the guy was wearing you know you're going to get ice cream and you come in and the dude's wearing like a an one of those ice cream hats and a Monocle. You're going to be like, I don't know why this fits. Yeah. What He's are you like, doing? They're not like $200. <laughs> well, my, you, here's the thing. But what else though? What, why don't people Look, do that with photographs? I pull out the hold on. Hold on. Let me take a selfie real quick. And they pull out that big box camera that they pull out that big camera that has like the, uh, you know, they got like the gun, the gunpowder that makes yes. the flash or whatever. Like, hold on. Like if you're going to go old school, do something that takes some labor. <laughs> well, think about this. When Marty McFly went back in time, he did not, you know, he was wearing the clothes he was wearing and immediately Doc was like, hey, I need you to like, get you into some 50s clothes mm-hmm. because otherwise you you look like an asshole. And you're going to think you're from the future right, from 2021. People, people will be like, dude, what's up? 
1985. So that's his that's his baseline. So then yeah, when yeah, he goes he back like to the future from... into the future, again, Doc is like, hey, I got you these Nikes that like zoop up and you got this jacket mm-hmm. that soups in and all this kind of stuff uh, because I don't want you to look like an asshole. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying you can't have a little flair or you can't have a little style, but you don't have to look like an asshole. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I was saying he's he's going to say to Marty, you look like you're from the future where people wear mustaches from the 1800s. Maybe what happened is, is people that do this have gotten in a time machine and somehow destroyed, ruined, you know, misdirected the space-time continuum. And they're in an alternate universe or weird. And I, I don't know how it works because I don't know anything. The about The only uh, part that really affected them was their mustache area. <laughs> like the only part that really got affected was their grooming habits. I don't know. Maybe maybe they're wearing those underwear with the, the thing in the back that, you know, you can clip down if you need to poop. <laughs> like You don't know what's going on. And they're Biff, britches. Biff chose, Biff chose to get the winning sports best, which is way smart. That guy chose like, well, I'm bringing the mustache with me. Anybody else? What do you guys bring in? <laughs> You can only bring one trait back with you. Yes. So that had that had a walk through. Okay. Um, what else? Just a couple examples of why I guess my theory is flawed on some of this is uh I tell you what the biggest upset out of the whole entire thing was CBD oil beating poo dollar and this is the shining. That's where you know this thing. That's, that's where, where you, you, yes you understand that, people got got it wrong. That's where there's miscommunication because <laughs> CBD oil is fine. Right. I guess you know it's fine. Uh, it's not nearly as... See, it's pe- middle of the road. People go like, oh, I don't want to grab a human turd. And it's like, no. But, but if someone else does, I mean, think about how great that is. Okay, so again, are they looking at it going, I will gladly take CBD oil, give it a shot, over sticking my hand in poop? Or when, when really the way they should be looking at it is our communication, our talks, the things we've brought up about CBD oil versus the story about Poo Dollar. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. Because I agree. I, I would know how to explain that I would, better. I, I just, I did all right. Okay. I, uh, Type that out. And when people get done reading your novel, they'll be like, okay, Jordan Peterson just told me how to vote on this stupid March Madness. I feel like... You've got um, to have rules or there's damned chaos. I feel like there is no batch for, for... Nobody wants to put their hands in poo. Even the no. people that even the people that play Poo Dollar... The, except for the lame. Everybody else knows, right? Dude. So nobody intends to stick their hand in poo. CBD oil beat poo dollar and float tanks, both of which you had great stories yeah. and great experiences. Yeah. CBD oil, you did have a good story on it, but uh, I don't know. So now CBD oil is up against Dave telling everyone he's Jewish, which is sort of an ambiguous subject also. Yeah. They're going to be like, Does that, oh, nobody wants to be an anti-Semite, so they're all going to vote for that. That's possible. They're going to be like, I'm not going to. See, I don't like that he's, you know. I don't know. Not- I don't like it either. It's, you know, I'll go through the podcast and edit it. And every time I say, uh, or, uh, it bothers me. I try to edit it out or, you know, right. if I can, because I think uh, it bothers me. And there's no difference in me bringing up the fact that I'm Jewish. It's almost as, as annoying to myself. I catch myself doing it a long time ago, uh, early on in the podcast. Your brother pointed out, he's like, can you guys please do an episode without bringing up Seinfeld? And we've done pretty good. Right, yeah. You seem to be the bigger... When I go back and look, you seem to be more recently the uh, hmm. the person that does it the most. But this is something I need someone to point out and be like, listen, I can't tolerate it anymore. You need to stop. 
and then um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I feel like if yeah. I edit out me talking about it, there's going to be sizable chunks missing. It's just part of who I am. All right. So there's going to be spots in this contest where people go, "Well, that's strange," and maybe that's not a just thing. But uh, so what? There will be one thing that will be crowned the champion, and by next week, I'm thinking. Next week should be the championship game. Probably next Sunday is the championship game. Now I feel like there, you you did put your two cents in uh, when you on young guns. Yeah, yeah. So so this time when but you posted it, young guns, I don't feel you're like, like come on, people. I don't think people understood. They're like, uh, oh, that I, movie. I wanted the influence too, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stay out of it and just see what happens. But no. this time, you're like, I, this cannot happen. It, it need, well, I <laughs> I saw it coasting through, and I was like, oh, you guys are just like saying like, oh, I like that movie. You know what I mean? So we are down to the Sweet 16, right? Yeah. So what's competing right now? All right. Tracksuits is going up against Dave's Yelp Reviews, which is going to be interesting. But I think Yelp Reviews is coming out on top. That's my guess. And I'm not swaying anybody because the voting will be done by the time this comes out. Uh, CBD Oil is going against Dave. Tells everyone he's Jewish. (laughs) And in the Celebration Station Division, you have the Yeah But Still defense, which is when you and I are debating something and making an argument, and you bring up some logical... uh, a uh, syllogistic example, and then I say, yeah, but still. And then that goes against uh, mud runs in a pandemic because when, <laughs> when the country was in a full, full-blown, full everybody wearing masks, lockdown, I went and did a mud run well, in Florida. Not, yeah, I was going to say, not only did you do a mud run, but you got on a plane twice. <laughs> oh, actually, you flew to Texas, <laughs> then to Florida. So one, two, I was like, how can times. I spread this further? <laughs> Let me go to several states. Uh, I went to the wrong airport. Um, that is going against yeah, but still colossal nachos, which is one of my all-time favorite stories. We even have a cartoon about it. Is going against um, forgetting to review the burbs, which, by the way, I'm not even going to offer to review it because until this. Um, oh man! Well, yeah, because until the contest is over, like I don't want to be like I don't want to do my review, mm-hmm. and then people go, well, now I won't vote for it, or now I will. So I'm going to wait. I'm not even going to offer it this week. Uh, in the Kenny Mays division, it's Dave choking on a pill, which is an old, old story from, dude, 30s or 40s in the episodes where you took a pill and choked on your, and you, you had debated while you were choking on a pill where to position your body so your wife would find it before your kids did. It was end times, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, you were. Uh, and that's I going, might have died that day. I'm still debating on whether that happened. Yeah, you and the, and the guys with the mustaches, it's all part of this time continuum. So Dave choking on a pill is going up against which uh, I know is making you upset, but I can't, I can't. Uh... Oh, my wife so far has, by the way, has earned every game it's won. Because my wife went against S&J Stereo Guy, which that guy rules. Um, I mean, in, in that is uniqueness. Uh, it also beat going to the wrong airport, which is not a good thing to do. So uh, that's that. And also I... in Kenny Mays, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, also in Kenny Mays, driving to Chicago. And I added for any reason, because I didn't want people to think, oh, what, driving to Chicago is another way. It's like, the point is driving there for any reason. No matter why you're going there, it sucks. Uh, So driving to Chicago for any reason. How else would you like to get there? Are you saying you just would not like to get there? I don't even mind going to Chicago so much, but driving there sucks. Mm. So you don't mind being a passenger. You're saying you being the actual driver and dealing with it. And that actually came from the show as well about how you were saying like, I don't want to go to Chicago anymore. I hate, mm. I always have to drive and I hate driving there. And I was like, I don't like going there at all. Uh, yeah, I know the museums are great, but it's just to just, I don't te- even like those. Just so. teleport me there. <laughs> teleport me straight to Comiskey. Uh, so driving to Chicago for any reason is going up against the air Todd theme song, 
which my son, who's been helping me with this bracket, so when it looks like it's done by a five-year-old, uh, that's me. And when it looks like it's done by a nine-year-old, that's his part. Uh, my son asked what the Air Todd theme song was, and I let him hear it, and he goes, oh, oh yeah, I think that's going to win. <laughs> he thinks that's going to win all the way. And my daughter is heartbroken about Pooh Dollar. So those are the two things that they cared about. So both Team Dave, obviously. Uh, it, when it comes to those, I mean, those are both, was those thinking, are both Dave stories. So yes, I was thinking about driving past your kid in the winter and throwing a snowball from inside my car to teach him a lesson. <laughs> that would be a great idea just to see how he reacts. But I will say, you know, interesting chart, you know, you pick some good stuff, but I feel like Dick poop would have destroyed everything oh my god and i just thought of it right now <laughs> well so dick poop start a list because over the next year we'll start compiling contestants for the next and if you guys ever have that's a great idea actually if throughout the year if you guys listen to the show and you go oh i really like this story that was the best one i heard in a while or that's a good joke or whatever if it or that's a good character you mentioned um you know a la Chaz or snj stereo guy uh shoot us a message because they might make the tourney i mean it's 64 entries dude Dick poop is a, uh, it's not as nefarious as it seems <laughs> a long time ago. I think it, w- it wasn't the, um, golden globes or it was the Oscars, the Oscars, like, yeah. a guy named Dick Pope won an Oscar <laughs> and instead they announced him as Dick poop. Right. So because we're stupid and juvenile, uh, we did a bit on it and then we, <laughs> this is the craziest thing that's ever happened in the history of the podcast. There was a guy, his name is Luke Harkis Jeffries. And he is in uh, somewhere in England, I believe. Yeah, he's- he was at the time. And I think he was a college student. And so I went on. I told Ben, I go, dude, I'd love to animate the podcast and see what we can do. And it, we found out it was $1,000 per animated second. That's like the industry standard for, you know, and that's when they, you've already have characters drawn. That's to just have them start doing $1,000 per second. Which is soul crushing because we have, I could make 100 different bits that would be great for it two-minute cartoon with that i reached i went to all these cartooning websites and was looking around and they're they're out there and i found this guy who was saying like hey i do these really like weird cartoon style cartoons and they are weird uh and i i have a final project or a project i need to do for school and i'm looking for something to do it on and i was like dude i got the audio if you've got the if you've got the time and, and you're willing to do it this guy did it for free and it's like i don't know two and a half minutes Maybe two and three quarter minutes. I don't Something know, like whatever that. it is. But it's He's like long. you don't mind if your characters have weird hair sticking out of their faces and crust around their mouth. I was like, nah, that's cool. <laughs> I love it. It's when so I, I remember when I first got it, I was like, oh, I don't know. And then I was this thing grew on me, dude. It is the best thing. If if nothing else ever comes out of this podcast, this is my this is my what do you call it? My Mount Rushmore. Your my magnum my, opus. My magnum opus. Not Mount. I guess it's this just is one your thing, Mr. So. Holland's opus. It's amazing, and and we'll repost it again because it yeah. just ha- you have to see it if you haven't seen it. It's hilarious, and it, what's even, even funnier is I, this guy offered to do this, and he was just like, "Hey, you just kind of give me some direction on what you want." I broke it down to the second and wrote out directions. I need okay, pan back to Ben, pan back to me. I'm drinking coffee. Ben sitting here, and he drew the table and me and Ben sitting at the table in my old yeah, family room. Yeah. So what you see is what it looked like in my basement. At you the told time. him you wanted Kanye West, but with a uh, male genitalia sticking out of his chin and right. a Pope hat. I think. <laughs> yes, and he he made it happen. So you guys check this out, and 
I feel like maybe it shouldn't be in the bracket. Maybe it should just be like off on its own because it would. It, I feel like if somebody, I'd rip the bracket in half if, if it if it lost like to yeah you know some Hessville restaurant or or the what, when, you're, when you're driving down Hessville and switching seats it destroys as cool as it is if it destroyed yeah, dick yeah. poop I'd be I'd be very the colossal nachos can you show your kids great I want them to see uh yeah okay I should film their reaction to it yeah. Dude, they're that's just gonna, amazing. They're just going to laugh at so the what? word. That's great. Yeah, okay. Like yeah, I'll do it. Okay, and so the final two games uh, in the Sweet 16 come from the Shakey's division. Uh, God, I miss those little apple fritters from Shakey's so no, much. They're the bad elephant pizza. ear potatoes. Those potato wedges. Oh, yeah. And the fried chicken. Next to none. I don't mess with the fried chicken, but <laughs> I like their pizza because it was not that good. Um, getting massaged by a dude. Is going up against Hessville Restaurant. This one is tough because I love Hessville. This even I'm confused by my tournament because because Hessville Restaurant is the best, and I have so many stories, dude, from dude. the jukebox to the old waitress that looks like the, the lady from Woody Woodpecker that hits him with a broom, um, to the the midnight cowboy that walk that walks around. Um, he was the busboy on the midnight shift, and he had one tooth, but he was always gnawing on a steak with it. Can I? Can I stop you for a second? Yeah. So I am going to do this this side venture where I want to do an additional podcast where I talk to other people outside of Ben about different stuff unrelated to this podcast, but it's still in the same vein. It's in it's in the Hey My Man universe, right? Because it, it still involves me, and I, I only know how to do things one way. So the way I produce, the way I edit, the way I talk, the way I communicate with people, um, hopefully I'll get better, but it is what it is. So... I'm going to be putting that out here hopefully shortly in the next month or so. I'm going to start working on it. Ben, I ask you, and that, that podcast is called Blatant Localism. So it's about being local, but local meaning you, not local meaning the area. So I could talk to somebody in Florida or Arizona and talk to them about you know what how they grew up, what their parental situation was, how that affected them, how the area they grew up affected them. Like what was that thing that they listened to, saw when they were like 12 or 13 that was like, man, I'm no longer a kid that's going out and playing, you know, pickup baseball. And all of a sudden I have something like for you, I don't know, you know, corn or whatever the hell you were into. You know what I'm saying? Like all of a sudden you're sitting there. I need one more lap on the couch. You're like an, you're just an average kid. And average kids go out and they, they play ding dong ditch and they play basketball and they sit around and they do the normal thing. And that's just what every kid does. And then all of a sudden there's some fire, you hear a song, you see a video, you see a piece of art, something goes like, now I'm an individual and I sort of find my people. Yeah. And that, Hey, uh, right now, whatever your schedule looks like, mark me down for the uh, boobies episode. (laughs) Okay. So with that, I want Ben and I've been telling, you know, he, before he said, Oh, you know, me and my brother's always kicked around the idea of doing a podcast. That's great. Mm. But I truly believe there is something to be said. Even if he does a short run of just a Hessville podcast, I don't care what you call it. Oh man. I'll produce it. I'm saying right now I will edit it. I will produce it. Just talking to other people. You clearly love Hessville that much. <laughs> yeah. And I think there's so many people out in the world who don't know what Hessville is. Who's my is guy, Lou? Lou? Lou Dombrowski. Lou Dombrowski. Find him. There's many of them. But I need what to I'm find a Lou Dombrowski. He's like, ah, Hessville's a good place. I want you know every- I mean, I like it. It's a little different when I go. It's a little dark now. I like it. You know, but it, you know, I like it. You could even just do a podcast with you talking to your Lou Dombrowski. Whatever yeah. it is. I just feel like there's something there and you have so much um, reverence, if that's the right word. I don't know. 
uh, yeah, sure. for for growing up there, that specific place in time. It's a venerated I locale. I want to see a, a six episode arc, Should specific. Be, and you yeah. know what? Maybe it's when we can't podcast. Maybe you start doing it, and you you know we piece it together, and then if we're not available, we throw it up here on 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 the Hama Man page. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's not a bad idea. I think you're doing yourself a huge disservice if you don't reach out to other Hessvillians and just talk about. Oh, here's the topic: Hessville. It has to. It has to fall within. But these But you know how, like, you never want to meet Wayne Gretzky, right? I can't. I can't interview the Midnight Cowboy himself. I don't know because, or if I interview Pam from Hessville Restaurant, it's like. It's it's flying too close to the sun. You so, know what I mean? I'd rather interview somebody who remembers Pam. So I had the idea of doing my other podcast idea. It was like, oh, I want to do an interview podcast where like I interview people. And I realized I don't do that. I don't want to ask you a question and sit there. I want to have a flowing conversation. So I agree. I'm not asking you. I don't think you should interview her. Hey, what's it like to work at the Hessville restaurant? Gene Shepard we, we, style. We pretty much can assume what it's like to work. And right. when you were talking about Shakey's, I thought it's it was such a an area benchmark that I guarantee you everybody that was a teenager probably in like 1987 or, you know, a 16 to 18 or 19 worked at shaky. You know, there's a huge amount of people who work there and you could just go to them and be like shaky's right. And then they're off to the races and you could talk about what you love yeah. about shaky's and they could tell you why you shouldn't have loved Shakey's, what was happening behind the scenes. Right, right, you right, know? right. And I know that's not a Hessville place, but what I'm saying well, is... Well, I do love Hessville, and it deserves more camera time. So... Or mic time. I'm just put sure. it out there, but I'm going to bring it up again because I want to uh, I want to see this thing happen. Yeah, it's a good idea. It may be involved my brothers. And the last game in the Shakey's division is Young Guns versus Henry Hill Paintings. So... That's an odd division because uh, <laughs> Bagels and Locks got knocked out in the first round. I didn't see that happening. I just think it has to come down to people not understanding because there's no way. I mean, how do you how do you say what's cooler or what sucks less? Paintings from Henry Hill or Young Guns? Now, well, you just put anything against Young Guns and I have the answer. <laughs> Henry Hill paintings? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> I don't care how good it is. It doesn't matter. If you had a piece of art from, you know, Charles Manson or uh it doesn't even matter. Mickey Mantle. I know that's it's a, it's, a, it's a wide scope. But you'd go like, oh, he wasn't the greatest artist, but he jotted this down and signed his name to it. That's kind of cool. It's Dude, a piece of Americana. Yeah. I had Dikembe Mutombo's autograph on a mall That's not napkin. Americana. Oh, you don't think it is? Uh, He's in commercials, dude. Okay. They don't have commercials in other countries. All right. Either way, my bet is that, mm, man, I was, I was going to throw something out there and just say this is what I think is going to take it all the way to the end, but I feel like I'll influence people So, because there will still be voting. So I'm going to I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. Maybe I'll write it down on a piece of paper and slide it over to you. Yeah, I don't want to put sway, it in an I don't want to sway anybody either. But I, this, you did, it, though. You tried. Only on Young Guns. <laughs> in the Elite Eight is going to be some serious, serious right. heated, heated competition. So, yeah. But thank you guys for voting, and it's been fun. I, at the end of the pandemic, I was a little more responsible than you I didn't want to. I necessarily didn't want to go, but my wife goaded me into getting on a plane and flying to Florida for two days. Uh, oh, I thought you were there longer. No, I left. I left on Tuesday, and then I got back Thursday night. So I left Tuesday morning, came back oh, Thursday just night. Two nights only. Yeah. yeah, and I'll tell you what, it was the perfect amount of time. And f- where I was, I was in Hollywood, Florida, which is between Fort Lauderdale and Miami. It's so like, you went last time, it's like right? The, yeah, it's like this little armpit. But last time our hotel 
was beachfront or beach back, which mm-hmm. meant you drive up in the front of the hotel is like this huge, it's, it's, it's called the diplomat. It's this huge, beautiful hotel with waterfalls and whatnot. And then when you walk out the back, there's like marble flooring and like those faux fireplaces going everywhere yeah. and huge TVs and a DJ like, mm-hmm. you know, doing his thing. And then there's a pool and then you step down and there's, there's beach. So the back of the place just goes right out to the beach. And if you stay at that hotel, you automatically as part of your purchase price, you get an umbrella and some chairs or whatnot and some beach, beachfront real estate to oh, enjoy. Nice. So she thought she booked that hotel and we went back there. And as we're in the Uber driving past the Diplo, I go, hey, there's our hotel. And the guy's like, no, you're, you're, you're down here. <laughs> and she's like, wait, I thought that was the place. And it wasn't. So uh, we went about a block, block down on the other side of the street. Yeah. And I said, uh, but that's impossible because this doesn't have beach front or back access. And she's like, she goes in her email real quick and she goes, look, it says direct beach access yeah just walk like, down yeah, the street to it yeah you gotta you gotta cross over a land bridge though you gotta carry all your stuff in a bag and you know go over the and you know me man straight straight to straight to complaining uh, like she yeah. tried to do the right thing she took all the responsibility to 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 find the place and you pay the money and, on vacation to walk a block to look i would have gotten away with and i, I proved it uh just a backpack i could have taken a backpack for that mm-hmm. small of a trip she convinced me to take a suitcase and then another back. Well, she had a backpack for snacks on the plane, and then she packed some more snacks in my backpack. And then we had like our electronics, you know, like a, she had her laptop or yeah, her, her yeah. tablet or whatever. Right, right. So I had to haul this shit around. And the, at the end of the day, I just feel like I, I wouldn't be, <laughs> even Vacation Dave, which I tell everyone, Vacation Dave, he's a, he's a whole other animal, but. Right off the bat, it just set the pace. I was like, so we're across the street from the beach then? I don't even like the beach, but now you're making me cross the street to go to the beach, and I have to walk in <laughs> flip-flops. I don't do flip-flops, but I got to have flip-flops. You got to walk a block in flip-flops. Then. I also can't wear sunglasses because I don't want to wear the click-on ones that magnetize to my glasses, but I wear bifocals. So I have like, I'm like nearsighted one eye and farsighted in the Ooh. other, and so I need corrective lenses. And she'll be like, I don't need corrective lenses. I got, uh, you know, she, she got the surgery. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm like, I didn't get that. And they don't offer it for the the damage that's going on here. So I got to schlep all this stuff across the highway or whatever. And we get to the beach. And then I got to ask you, I know people like the beach. I just don't get it. I mean, we were there for six hours, which was nice because we did not bring the children. That's why it was nice. Um, but really all it is is people watching in your bikini. Or bathing suit. I like the beach by myself. When do you get that? When you go to the beach in Indiana and no one else else wants to go to it because it's a beach in Indiana? Well, the beach rules in Indiana for one. The dunes are the best. But no, dude, when I was like 19, 18, 17, we used to always sneak into the beach and go overnight, right? We'd like go through people's yards and stuff and carry firewood and coolers. and Everything's cooler when you're a teenager. I'm talking about when you're an adult. Right, but here's my point. We'd we'd make a fire and we'd party and it was my favorite thing in the whole world. But about three, four in the morning, people start getting tired and chilling by the fire. You sneak away and you're by yourself at the beach. That's sweet. I get it. But everything else other than that, it's dude. It's other people's music. By the way, no thank you. Um, I don't even like the beach that much during the day. So that brings up a good point. So when you're sitting at the beach and you're just listening to the birds that are swiping down and eating people's sandwiches. That's that what you're left supposed out. to hear. Yeah. And then all of a sudden some new person shows up and they immediately plop down and put on their, their 
Bluetooth speaker, yeah. and they're playing Cardi B or, you know, whatever. It doesn't There's only matter. two type of music that have ever been played at the beach, ever, 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 for sure. And it's Cardi B and just whatever, trap me, you know, I was just, the yeah. drums that all go, it's that or it's bad country. Like like yeah, like like Kenny Chesney, you know, like <laughs> no shoes, no shirt. Yeah, no it's like service. the Margaritaville country. It's not like outlaw country. It's the pop, but like drinking beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, to- out toes barbecue and or Kid Rock, which I guess falls into that category. But yeah. So I find myself sitting there, and now I could switch my glasses because I'm in my seat, and you can't, you know. You don't want to make eye contact with anyone or get caught looking at anyone. So the only way you could survive the beach is to wear sunglasses, right? Because you feel, you turn your head and there's somebody in a bathing suit and you're looking and then it's like somebody catches you looking at them and you're like, well, I mean, what am I supposed to do yeah, here? Yeah. But you feel, yeah, I don't if know you're how a normal to look person, at people you, properly. Feel, you, you should feel awkward. Like all of a sudden someone's running down the beach and, and, and things are jumbling up and bouncing around and you happen to look it's like well i mean what do you want me to do well we went to the dells but if you're not if you're not an animal you you put sunglasses on you bastard we we went to the dells this week and no sunglasses because i'm inside an inside water park or whatever and it's the same thing it's like you're there with your kids but there's nonstop people walking by in swimsuits which yeah i guess is normal but it's kind of like people walking by in their underwear and i don't know what to do with my eyes right I don't know what to look at. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like I want to ogle everybody, but it's also not a normal thing that you see all the time. So your eye, just your subconscious goes like, oh, that's weird. That's a human. You know, like it's different. I just don't, I don't like to feel uncomfortable. So this is about me. And when I see a lot of, I guess Florida must be a big attraction because of its its proximity to a lot of other foreign countries. A lot of people from Germany, England, uh, I don't know, wherever, Eastern Europe, show up in Florida to vacation. Yeah, and you're telling and me they, you did it responsibly, and I turn on the news, and all the news is this week is people partying in Florida with their doing curfews and tanks rolling yeah. down the street, and I'm like, this is the responsible way. Back to what I was saying is, <laughs> it's just like it's like the guy with the mustache. Have a little sense of what is appropriate for the place you're in. I don't. You don't go to a wedding wearing a tracksuit. You don't go to. Uh, I don't know. You don't go to a picnic wearing a spacesuit. So when you come to America and you're on a beach, don't wear the tiny bikini bottom that just covers your private parts, ladies Dudes or ladies. Anybody. It's weird. It's weird for me, and I don't like it. You know, you'd think I would, but I don't like it. Because it's awkward, and it's like, what are we doing? I mean, do you really need? Are you hoping that everything gets tanned except that exact area which yeah. you don't want to get sun on? Like, yeah. I don't understand. You're clearly wearing it because you think you're hot shit, right? Right. And in Europe, I mean, look, Americans are fat, slovenly. I'm not taking that away mm-hmm. from them, but Europeans, you're not far behind. And maybe that's just 2021. <laughs> maybe in Europe, ten years ago, you were in super shape. Or maybe in Europe you thought, shit, I got to wear like the full, you know, one piece over here or, you know, the regular trunks. But I'm going to America and I know I'm a fat slob, but Mm -hmm. there's a lot more fat slobby people there. So I'm going to wear this tiny vagina bikini over here or the tiny banana hammock over here in America because I still look better than these people. Yeah. Also take off. You can only wear one gold chain if you're at the beach, bro. You don't, you know, there's no need to wear eight of them. Vagina bikini is also the worst punk rock band I've ever seen. <laughs> there's just no reason to wear 
gold jewelry like Mr. T when you're in a bathing suit. It looks ridiculous. You saw dudes doing that? Oh, yeah. Super hairy oh, yeah. chest? Oh, yeah. You know, people from, not from here. Yeah. But right. you could tell right away. It's like, look at me. I got all this jewelry on. It's like, yeah, I look at you. You got all that jewelry on. Now what? It is. It's um, going to get hot. It's going to burn your, 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 your ample chest hair off. Now, and, we've talked about this before. Do you still do this thing where, like, we've talked about before where when you're somewhere with people you don't know, when someone walks in the room, you immediately do, like, a mental checklist of whether you could kill them, how you'd kill them, and are how you you'd get out. Are you asking me if I, yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I still do that, too. I'm at Wisconsin Dells. We're supposed to be enjoying, uh, my kids are on the water slide, and a guy walks by, and I go, oh, that guy's going to be a problem. I'm going to kill him first. <laughs> right. That's that's what I do. And then I see a guy, and I go, oh, yeah, he, I'll kill him later. Like, that does make you a crazy I'll person. use that guy to kill that guy. Yeah, I'm going to pick him up and beat that guy with that guy. <laughs> right. That makes me, uh, I don't know, I don't know if it's quite that advanced, but, like, it is that thing. And we talked about that before. Like, I wonder if other guys do that. Where, especially when there's no shirts, right? Because now there's not we much to are, hide. We'll be waiting for the voicemails. So send them in. Go ahead. When you have no shirt on, you know, and no shoes, there's not much to hide, right? So you have to go like, all right. If you and I get pit like Spock and Kirk against one another, one of us has got to go. Now, I'm not so brazen to think that in every room I'm the guy who walks out alive, but I go like, who am I taking out with me? And and, and I don't mean that in some weird... Right in front of you. I mean, in a totally normal, not weird sense. You know what I mean? Like super average, just thinking I can kill everybody in the room, normal. Right in front of you, apropos of everything, is a book that I leave, a coffee table book called, what's it called? <laughs> Russian Criminal Tattoo Encyclopedia Volume 3. Okay. So I just had a day of ovation. Here it is. If you are a huge pussy, <laughs> instead of getting like the, the, the biceps or the triceps put into you, you know, like people get like, oh, I got a, I got a calf implant or I got like bicep implants or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's not going to make you less of a pussy. You're still a pussy. You're just, your body looks a little bit better. But it's people, actually worse you know, because now people might challenge you. Dude, you want to not get challenged? I'm going to tell you the easy way. And and they should have doctors. You know, how they there's a show. It's called like South Beach Doctors or something like that where they do the dip and tuck and all this, you know, reality okay. show. How about this? Instead of the mommy makeover, the pussy makeover. Whoa. Now, hold on. And this is what it is. They knock out one of your front teeth. They give you a Russian criminal tattoo. And then they, t- you're out for this because it's going to hurt. Then they take pliers and they, they, they mash your ears up for hours. So when you wake up, think about this. You've got a badass. I don't pick your, pick your tattoo. You've got a badass Russian tattoo. Not, not showing that you're in, in the, you know, that you're, or, you're an organized crime or not, not showing that you're, you're part of any kind of mafia. But one that shows maybe you'd been in the gulag. And these are very specific. You'll see. Yeah. Um, but and then you have a missing tooth and your ears are cauliflowered. So like you're saying, I mean, when you're reading the room as a man, you look around and what is the... Fr- if you see a dude with cauliflower ears, you're like, right away, that's the last... I'm going to so hope... Avoiding I'm him. making friends. I'm buying that dude a drink. Yep. I might offer him to... If, if he's wife. interested... Exactly. exactly. <laughs> cauliflower ears, dudes, if you're not... If you're not about, if you're not of, looking for this right away when 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 you come into a room you're making a huge mistake. It used to be the you know in the Bruce Lee era the the small um, Asian guy or I guess anybody that was uh, that would do the thing where they they blow a snot out of each nose hole every time you look at them or the like, guy that, that guy cracks must his know knuckles. karate the guy that cracks his knuckles. 
Uh, cauliflower, though. That's that's the thing. The so, guy that starts um, popping his neck side to side, knowing it's, we're about to do this. What's more terrifying than in, in a gratuitous naked lady with a shark eating half of her arm off with the uh, the Kremlin in the background tattoo? I mean, le- like right yeah, over your dude. left breast. The devil by one of those um, buildings that are in a Tetris game. <laughs> a missing tooth or two. No chips, just a full missing tooth. Dude, a skull. And cauliflower. A ears. skull with Russian characters under it, like letters. Like you know how you don't know what those those aren't real letters they use. <laughs> yes, they're like characters. A skull with those characters underneath. Now, but instead of mash your ear up and you don't talk, women get collagen put in their lips and stuff. Right. You just get a little collagen, but you you have them place it messily. That's not a word. Yeah, you have them. You, you have, have, them. have to have it to where your ear hole is almost completely closed. Like you can't wear earbuds. If you no. can wear earbuds, you ain't been training that hard. Let's no. be let's be honest. You and have then to you wear walk the in, full. Yeah, you walk into a place with the beats by Dre, <laughs> and then like someone goes like, "Hey man, what'd you say?" And you go, "I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you." And you take it off, and they see the ears, and they go, "Oh, oh, oh, my right. dude, my bad, my bad." <laughs> so yeah. instead of mashing your your ears, they just inject little lumps of collagen or whatever, yeah, so that it. I like that, dude. I like that. Yeah, you don't because, even need to wear the tap out shirt. All at right, that say point. you're the guy who's like not tough. And doesn't have muscles. No, I'm not going to say me. We'll pick no, somebody say else. like a, no, a different guy. The royal you. There's like a um, a guy who's like not tough, doesn't have muscles, but he's got tattoos. You know, but people are going to try that guy. They're going to mm-hmm. go, dude, this guy's you're all, you're all front, bro. Like you're all bark. There's no bite. Um, you give him now that collagen, boom, and you've already gotten a billion tattoos. What's what's one more little thing? Yeah, but it doesn't go with my motif. So I feel like people point me out. They'd be like, bro, you you would have been killed in the gulag. So you can't have my tattoos are all like Japanese American style, like oh, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, all of a sudden, I like I said, I have a naked Russian lady That's chewing that on deviates. a sword. It'd be like that doesn't make sense. They would have murdered you there. I was referring to the watered down American version of this. So right. all th- this Russian uh, criminal tattoos are all this encyclopedia. Obviously, there's more than one because this is volume three. Yeah, it's an, ow- it's an owl with a, a top hat and a menacing look. So the people who put the book together basically went to prisons or met with people who had been in prisons in Russia and photograph their tattoos. And these are some of the most ridiculous but terrifying oh, tattoo. Dude. And I'm not talking about like a horror tattoo with Michael Myers. I'm talking no. about this is this is what true horror is made of. When you think of what's that movie? This is what that movie Hostel. This, this encompasses that. Like when I think of Hostel, I think of this. It's like, oh, just terrifying. Ben's flipping through it as we speak. Well, what... what? What uh, what you have to do is get something that looks like it would have been scary to your grandpa. <laughs> like something you get now, it's like, oh, it's a cool, badass dragon. No, but that's about it. You have to be like like the devil, but with boobs or something weird. Because, you know, like like you know, like back in like the 30s, people be like, this is the most frightening thing I can think of. <laughs> like it's different. You know what I mean? Yeah. So do you think then, like, you know how like a girl will walk by and my wife's very good at pointing it out. She'll be like, fake. Those are fake. Look, oh my God, she bought big ones. You know what I mean? Right. She'll always point them out to me, and then I'll point them out like seven more times. But she'll point out fake ones. Do you think that like there's there'll be like real Brazilian guys that are like, um, I can't do a Brazilian accent, so I won't. But like, <laughs> but like they'll be like, oh look at the guy's ears, dude. He had his ears done. Let's go kill without him. a doubt. And I'm I, I am. But you have to have the Russian tattoos too, though. The whole motif is needed. I don't know what what the terminology is, but I am like. Uh, I'm blind to this kind of stuff. My daughter will be, she does the same thing. She'll be like, oh, that's fake hair. She's got a wig on. Those are fake. That's fake. Your daughter does it already? Yeah, at nine. Her and my wife both. And so I'm like, I don't, how do you know that that's fake? And she's like, oh, nobody has. My daughter was like, nobody parts their hair. That's not how hair parts. 
how don't you know that? I was like, well, I mean, I, I just looked at fact shit straight bangs. Right. I didn't care about the rest. <laughs> like, what, yeah. You know, yeah. Whatever. Whatever <laughs> else you got going on. Like, so, look how thick it is. It's so lush and long. My wife has, has gone away from the straight bangs, unfortunately, and she has now what? gone to a curtain bang, which means you part it in the middle. I don't know. I, I, it's, it? it's, it's lost on me. But they're not straight? No, they're no longer straight across the top because they're parted in the middle. It swoops on both sides. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a whole different thing. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? Very nice. She doesn't care what I think. She just cares what Pinterest says. Well, she should not care what you think. I mean, she should care. What are you talking about? Because Pinterest knows more about fashion than you, dude. I want to say this. Out of all the episodes we ever (laughs) did last week, if you listened, I went down a list of things that my wife does for myself and my family that I'm just... I, I, I. I'm so happy about and proud of and grateful for. And so like half the week went by and I said, Hey, did you listen to the episode? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, well, usually you comment like, what's up? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, didn't you hear the nice list? And she's like, I actually thought it was dismissive and rude. I was like, well, how so? And she's like, it sounds like I work for you. Like you don't do, you know? And I said, I, 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 on, on purpose because I didn't want to, say well this is what i do too i just wanted to highlight what she did she's like yeah you gave the impression that you sit around and do nothing and i do everything hmm. and so that devalues me like what See, is so great about you that you, you don't have to lift write. a finger and then she said you never said she's beautiful hmm. she's sweet she's nice you just gave a list of stuff i do because you won't that's yeah i didn't do it that way so, but you know in i know you did now and i told some other people about I that told and you they go to- i didn't ble- i thought it was a nice list and i said but you're all my friends and you all clearly think like me so i i was wrong again i read it wrong that's what you get i should have had her author a list and have me read it yeah. that's really the only safe I, way to do it i told you not to scratch off dead ass dough but <laughs> you said inappropriate and now there's egg on your face yeah there is I got yeah. a. Uh, My wife was like, "Hey, when are you going to do a list?" And I go, "Oh, I've done one the past ten episodes. Haven't you heard it?" She goes, "No, I didn't." I go, "That's why." See, I got a uh, couple of phone calls. Do you want to hear them or do you want to wait on them? Yeah, sure. For reasons I can't explain, I'm calling in. <laughs> hey guys, it's Tony. Just want to say I uh, love the show. Keep it up. I'll see you soon. Look. That's, that's awesome. That's all it takes. We're not asking. You that's know, awesome. you, you don't have to ask a groundbreaking question. Reach out. Let us know you're still out there. We will. We'll play it. But that's we a like deep the, cut. I was working on a new song. I was working on a new song, and I and I I, I played it once on Facebook just to mess around to to see if I it, actually knew all the parts. And that's the melody. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Kind of. Oh. Yeah. I actually when his I first started like hearing, a, it, I thought, it, I thought like it was a, you. Yeah. His is like a Tony Martin version. You know, he's very, he has a better voice than me. But I actually thought that was you in the beginning. I was like, oh, is Ben leaving a message? That's weird. He could just oh. come on the podcast. No, that was super cool. All right. Dude, I got a brand new song sung back to me with new lyrics about the show. When yeah, are you going to have it done? I just, I don't know. I got to, I mean, I want to nip tuck it. All right. What's up, Dave? What's up, Ben? Charlie again from Florida. I'm in the middle of uh, your most recent episode. I think it's called Street Cleaner. Yeah, street cleaner. Okay, I want to get it right. So anyway, I'm in the middle of it, and you've had like three or four things I had to talk about already. So the first thing, the thing that prompted the phone call is the Grammys. And you talk about shock value and things like that. So what I wanted to say is when you're talking about the original shock value, that was always the MTV award. You had uh, Eminem. I said, nope, I'm, I'm 100% wrong with that. You had Eminem and Elton John. That was the Grammys. But I was actually thinking of the... Britney Madonna kiss, that was the VMAs, so 
what I'm going to say is, like, MTV was always, like, shock culture. It was all about having uh, somebody do something off the wall, and which is true, absolutely. And then you had this transition. So the cool thing about the Grammys that I always liked back in the day was that always, you always had, like, a mashup of two artists that would not usually play together. I remember Coldplay and Jay-Z. That was really cool. Um, there was a couple different occurrences where Dave Grohl and, like, a bunch of other uh, musicians, Bruce Springsteen, um, all these different, like, artists from different genres come together and they would do these mashups, and that was really fun. I always enjoyed that part. But now it's gotten to the point where it is just shock value. You might have a mashup, but it's not really that enjoyable. I mean, I don't watch them anymore because I just don't like that kind of music. And I, I realized, why am I going to bitch and complain that the music I don't, that I like is not on there? Like, I'm expecting to, like, turn on and suddenly, you know, these, these punk bands or these, like, alternative bands that I enjoy are going to be on there. We both, we all know that's not going to happen, so I just not watch them. But that's, I think, well, you know, because I could see some redeeming value if I see Eminem and, Lil, and Elton John playing. I keep wanting to say Eminem and Lil Jon. That's that's more plausible. But I can see I can take some value out of it. But when you have Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion just you know gyrating next to each other or on top of each other, that doesn't do anything for me. You know, I can I can go online and find that on various the various websites. So that's that. I'm gonna call back later when I think of the other thing that you guys talked about earlier in the episode. But I'm gonna start with that. So thanks guys, and I hope you guys have a good episode today. And uh, Get out of Charlie from Florida's alligator pit. Get out of it right now. He doesn't. He won't stand for it. Get out of the way. <laughs> I think it's. You know what? I mean, I echo everything you say. Obviously, you're you're clearly uh, my spirit animal on this. Yeah. But well, they did do a collaboration. They did a hoe bag with a skis bag. <laughs> I regret not giving more music a chance. I should have. But I was, you know, I was very myopic at the time, and now I there's limited time before I die. I thought so it's, he was, it's hard for me to what I thought he was going to say like the Grammys was more straightforward. Like that's where good musicians come, people that should get some notoriety or should get some recognition for their for their their skill and at least selling records. Whereas MTV was more just the shock value. What's more the the soup du jour. The soup of the day, that sounds good. Uh, yeah, I think I'll that's have that. what he was saying. Yeah, but but he was talking about more the collabs right. in the in the Grammys, well, which is, uh, I actually don't really like those very often. The Eminem one was kind of cool, I guess, well, because it had Eminem in it and Elton John, but I, I, I don't really like when people go like, we're going to mix genres and do this big co-op. I'm just not into it. Well, Dido did one, but she sing, she's part of that song, but she came out and did a live performance with Eminem at one of them. Yeah, probably. Uh, the Eminem was, and there was the one where Eminem walked in with like the billion clones of Eminem, and then he like MTV trashed Awards. every celebrity. That MTV, was pretty all right, right. MTV Awards. Yeah, that was pretty. All yeah, right. that was. I'm the Slim Shady, the real Slim Shady. Yeah. Well, or whatever. Yeah, I just, I just I like I uh, I agree with everything you said except for the collab part. I don't like when they're like, hey, it's gonna be. Uh, we're going to take two things that you like, and think that you'll like them because they're together. It just doesn't. And not everything's peanut butter and chocolate. Well, I was the first to say that I. Didn't care for Aerosmith and Run DMC together. I did nah. not care for Public Enemy and Anthrax together. I just nah. don't care. I always hear people say the thing, you know, when they go like, oh, I, I went to see, I, I think the boss is famous for this. So like, oh, I went to see Springsteen and uh, he played a four-hour concert, but he st- he didn't play Born to Run. It's like, 
This guy's catalog is so yeah. ridiculous. Uh, and if you watch, there's some really good. I don't care if you like Springsteen or not. I, I necessarily, I'm not a big Springsteen guy, but I can appreciate him. And there's a lot of really cool videos on YouTube where Springsteen is just like, I play such a long show and I'm so bored of the music I play. We'll just throw it to the crowd and like, give us a song and we'll play it. <laughs> like it just gets to a point where, yeah, yeah. and they will play it note for note. Which is crazy because I know like two Springsteen songs. And I'm not talking about Springsteen songs. They'll throw it out there. and I don't care what song. You could be like, we'll play a Creedence song. They'll play it studio quality. Yeah. Everybody with horns. It's it's amazing. I've heard that he writes the set list uh, like 20 minutes before they go on stage. He's like, hey, here's the 35 songs we're doing or whatever. <laughs> and that's it. And, and Max uh, Weinberg, I think he's just got to be like, yeah, I know. It. There were. So there was a time when when I was in a band and let's say we're playing, I don't know, 35, 40 minutes. The longest. And a lot of that is like banter trying to buy for time. Uh, and so we had a set list of say, let's say 15 songs, two years down the road, In 35 we, minutes. we're playing. Yeah. We're playing different songs and someone's like, Oh, can you play that one? I'm like, nah, I completely forgot it. It was a piece of shit. I'm never playing it again. We only know so, these seven. Yeah. I, I couldn't imagine, you know, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen songs are, are seven minutes long each. I, I will never do that. That's a crazy way. I would love to cut his head open and look at his brain and a lot of other musicians that are like that. It's like, how do you do it, man? How do you remember note for note? I know you just get in the groove and you play, especially live. Yeah. It's like, you just play. And I'm not talking about, let's, let's say, um, you know, uh, some heavy metal solo or whatever. You're like, man, they play that note for note. That's great. Because like I said, you get in a groove and you just play, you, 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 you're on autopilot, mm. but remembering 25 songs that all have different breakdowns and, and verse, chorus, different, you know, yeah. s- they set up differently. There's there's going to be a time where all the singer, and all of a sudden the singer's like, oh, all right, let's bring it down. Everybody sort of just brings it down while the yeah. singer does whatever. And then the band kicks back in. There's a, that famous video of that guy that is like, I think he's dressed as, he's got his face painted or whatever. And like Dave Grohl calls him up on stage. I still don't know if it's if it's real or not. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And he's he the guy he's like oh I've been staring at this guy the whole time like come up on stage and let's see if you could play and the guy plays monkey wrench like perfect yeah like what doesn't uh, now I'll tell you this I'm a shorter guy I have to my guitar strap has to be where I need it or I am thrown off if I, if I got called up on stage and someone's like dude just take the guitar and play I don't care if I you're like, hold that on song a minute. note for note. I'd be like, I need to make sure the strap's sitting correctly. I need to make sure that the the, the action is right on the strings. Like any yeah. little bit will throw you me off. You would be off. the I most annoying know. person to bring up on stage in the middle of a show. <laughs> They'd be like, all right, we're going to do Everlong. You ready? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> bing. Bing. No, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Me. <clears throat> like we got a guitar tech for that. Yeah. No. <laughs> I would just be shrugging my shoulders to make sure my strap is sitting right. But I mean, once, once, once it happened, it would happen. But. About also, 30 seconds in, you stop and you just go, are you guys sure this it dropped D, right? All right. It's very stressful for me. So I'm, I hope that that guy was a shill already in the audience. It was pre-planned because I also think like, what if he came up there and just shit the bed? Normal people would go, and so what? Then we just go, hey, that guy shit the bed. And we all laugh and we're like, give me that guitar back. And we play the song. Not me. I'd be like, you ruined everything. All right, everybody, just go home and get your money back. This whole thing <laughs> show's was, over. Show's go over. Home. I remember when I saw Green Day in 90, uh, 97 or 98, they were doing show dropper. They were doing a, uh, yeah. Uh, they were doing a cover of Op Ivy's, uh, was it all I know? Was it? I don't mm-hmm. know. 
Knowledge. Knowledge. Okay. Uh, they were doing a cover of that, and they kept asking this guy, hey, like, does anybody know how to play? Because Billy Joe <laughs> liked to do this thing where he, like, he would, like, uh, he would take like not a dolly, but uh, what is it like the things that like a like a wooden square with casters on it? You put amps on it, a caster, he, well, like a, like, like wheel, a little platform, but, yeah, like a little platform. He would get on his stomach and like slide around stage on those, and, like throw cymbals and do silly shit for that song only. Or like uh, when, it was when I saw okay. him, when I saw him, they all kind of got silly during that song. It was their get silly portion of the show. But he like he's like, hey, do you know how to play for real? And like he was like, yeah. He's like, seriously, don't. He's like, all these guys are gonna beat your ass if you suck or whatever. And he had, a, I mean, that song's like two chords or something, yeah. so it was fine. And the kid played well. And I just remember going like, man, dude, I, I thought, what if he did that to me? And it was a chord I don't know. But he was like B minor, and I was like, oh god, <laughs> SM seven. You're like, just, yeah, sure just, just tell me what fret, and I'll hold that. But yeah, but I, but I just remember thinking, boy, that kid uh, answered the call, and even though it was easy, could you he nailed do it? it? Would you do it? I mean, I could do it now. No, it would now, you? I'm not. I'm not. Not that song. I'm just saying, if somebody, if they were like Ben, whatever band, are not you Ben, they wouldn't know you. I mean, I know you would because you. you I'm you, an egomaniac. Yeah, I know that, but I'm saying, like, let's just for for the sake of the argument, would you? Yeah. Do you, this is perfect. There is a concert coming up here when 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 things open up. There is a Weezer and Green Day show at Wrigley, and my son is a huge Weezer fan. So my wife was like, hey, we should go to Wrigley. And I said, let me stop you there. No. And she said, well, it's for a concert. And I said, double no, because um, you have to get there and you have to park. And it's a big deal. It's, I'm already concerned about it. I don't want to do it. And tickets are like 200 and some dollars a person. What? And I don't well, know. Are you I, serious? Oh, dude? yeah. What? yeah. They were crazy. What the hell happened? I, I don't know. Like, why are concerts a billion Maybe they were 175 now? But then but she was like, oh, this, there's only a certain amount. Anyway, the... She then says to my son, well, I'll go. Me and you and your dad will go. And he's like, all right, cool. I'll go. And she's like, but you got to be willing to walk, to get up close. Like I, I, cause she wants to be up on the stage and I want to <laughs> hang in the back because I don't want to be crowded around by people. So in character, I like to be in the back. I like to see the show. You know, if I'm not going to be in the pit cause I'm almost, you know, I'm 44. I keep saying almost 45, but I'm 44. And it's just, nobody wants me, whether I wanted to or not. Dudes that are 44, <laughs> stay out of the pit. It's not about you anymore, bro. Just stay out. Yeah. Um, it's not about being, you know, not not tough or whatever. It's just like, nobody wants you there. You're, you just got a whole other thing you're doing there. And everybody else is doing something different. So stay out. Yeah. Anyway, I'm in the back. I'm watching the show. I want to enjoy it. I want to see the players. I want to see everything that's going on. And if you're up close, you're staring up. And she says, I want to be in a position where they can call me up stage, where they can call me on this stage. And this is no bullshit if they need a singer. And I was like, why would they need a singer? Like all of a sudden the dude's like, is like, like your, you know, your brake line goes out and you're just like, I don't have brakes anymore. Like the guy just points to his throat. He's like, I, I can't sing. That's it. You saw Rockstar too many times. Yeah. It's not happening. Yeah. Nobody is pointing you out and saying, you come <laughs> up on stage. I hey, did see. There's something special about this person. They need to go over here and take my microphone. We saw. I would think we were going to see Fear, and this is like the mid '90s. And Butt Trumpet is like a girl band. They opened up for. They were one of the opening acts, and they were like, "Hey, we want to play Butt uh, Trumpet." Yes, I take it back. Butt Trumpet. Butt Trumpet's the worst punk band name. They said, "Oh, I want to play. I'm not a loser by Descendants." They wanted to play it, but the singer didn't know the words. So uh, a guy that was with us got up on stage and sang it. And that was like, that's wow. the only time I've ever seen it. They were just looking for anybody who was willing. And this, again, it's a punk show. So, 
at this time, especially the opening act, maybe there was 200 people there, maybe 150 in the Metro. And most people are just too chicken to do it. Yeah. It's not that somebody wouldn't have been better than him. Takes and he balls, did fine, man. but it, it, it takes balls. I'll, me, who was in a band, I was like, oh, I'm not getting on the stage. No, hell no. And I know the words. But he got up there and he did it. So Dang. she she was not there, but she's heard about this story. So she sat there and told my son, you have to force your way up front because you never know when they're going to, you're going to get called in. Well, she's so, technically correct. You don't ever know. You don't ever know. You don't ever know. So I put this to the people. How many of you honestly think about it? Don't, don't, don't answer because you don't think it's going to happen. Could you do it? Would you do it? You know, what, what, what are the parameters? Why wouldn't you do it? We're looking for voicemails. There's a couple times during this show where we've asked, hey, we're talking about this. Let's hear what you have to think about it. This is another one of those. So reach out to us. Let us know. Would you, could you, what band would you, do you, like, what band do you envision being the perfect band for you to be called up on stage? Let That's us know. That's a good question. Now, what if they called you up, but you really like this one song, but they call you up for a song that you're not such a big fan of, but you love that band. You like, know what I mean? Or what if like when my wife made me go to see Luke Combs and she's like, let's go up front, which we didn't. And Luke Combs was like, you, man, come on up. Yeah, yeah. Let's come sing this song. Here. And I'm like, I, I don't know any of your music, bro. I'm I'm here. I, oh, you, I'm, you, you'll get it. You'll he's get like, it, but man. you got a cowboy hat. I was like, my wife, let me wear it this one time. I'm not really a cowboy, bro. Look, I took my hat off. I got a hard part. No, man. It's I can me. tell. I can tell by your jeans, man. We're going to do the one about the solo cup. Come on up here, man. I would love to, but I cannot. No, nah, I'd say, hey, hey don't, don't you want to see him up here? Everybody. <laughs> Jesus. Don't you want to see this man? Hey. What? I would rather be naked in front of my fifth grade class than than have to. I, I think this I man wants to whistle Dixie. Bring him on <laughs> up here. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. Hey, all right. This song is about is a there's a there's a undercurrent of anti semitism, but but don't even don't even sweat it. Don't even sweat it. These people are gonna is this mic on? Oh lord. Think about how people go like, yeah, I always have this dream or my teeth are falling out or I'm being chased or I'm falling. It's yeah. like, have you ever had this nightmare? <laughs> have you ever had this? I got nightmare? a worse one for you. All right. You got something else? Yeah, Byway. We By, are Byway Brewing, April 17th. What's happening there? I'm going to play a show. Where's that at? World's opening back up, baby, and I'm opening with it. Byway Brewing is in Hammond, Indiana, and it's right off Wh- the Kennedy Expressway. And when is that? Uh, April 17th. We're doing a theme show. Me and my buddy Juan. We're, we're going maskless a- in Indiana. Just to cut you off for a second. Yeah, April dude, 1st. It's going to rule. So you're not wearing the shield, no mask. I'm not wearing a mask, no. Okay. I'm not going to sing with a mask on. I'm not doing I that. I mean, it might improve. But we're doing a theme show. It's cool. The first half is going to be all 80s. second half is going to be all 90s. So I'm not going to play uh, like one time or something. I mean, maybe a little bit, but for the most part, it's going to be themed. So dress appropriately. All right. And uh, we'll see what's happening. Maybe I'll show up out there if you people are lucky. We'll see. For the 80s I'm making any kind of promises. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you going to do any Survivor? I don't know yet. Can are you ask? Why don't you ask people? This is a perfect platform. I'm going like, to tell what do you guys want to hear. Yeah, that's fine. If you're willing to come, you tell me what song you want us to prepare for, and if we could do it, we're going to do it. 80s or 90s? You throw it in the comments, and I will do my best. All right. We will see you next time. That is episode 283. Later. Loosen up the screws and nuts. Let the booze and do some buzz. If refusing juice, let the music pick you up. Once the fifth is done, be an alcoholic track five. Hope you're feeling cleaner and nicer than being baptized. Try to be the greatest of rap guys. Wait, Corey raps? Yeah, I'm the Kojak guy. From the shy, can't fall on the cast side. Stand tall, head in the trees like I'm giraffe size. Stand by for any further instruction. If you heard the production, prefer it because of substance. Turn it up, bump it till the others. Gonna love it, you'll make a commitment to my talent, you can't pump it. There's something about the sound, and when it pounds, it keeps the people moving around. You can see the youth changing, taking racism down in the faces of a hip hop crowd right now. A body